Welcome to Unmatch Me Now, the podcast about horrible online dating experiences and dating ethics. I am your host, Idan, an Israeli based in Berlin. Hope you're all having a good week so far. Before we start, make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram or Twitter at Unmatch Me Now. And if you think you have some stories to share and want to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out to me on social media or at unmatchmenow.com. Now, let's greet our guest for today. Uh, all right. So, Greg, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. It's pretty well. It's, um, a late night sunset here in Melbourne. And I had time for a walk after dinner, so I'm feeling good. Nice. It is completely gray. I'm using my sunlight lamp here in Germany just to get a little bit of light. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I've, I've, borrowed the, I've borrowed the summer for a little while. You guys can have it back in a couple of months. <laughs> no, we have like a good six to seven months until we have it back. But uh, that's very kind of you. Um, so maybe you can uh, remind people who you are and what have you been up to on this podcast uh, just to get them up to speed sure so uh, we did an interview was it three years ago I've lost track now um, so I'm Greg a 47 year old guy living in Melbourne Australia um, and I've had all sorts of adventures over the years but um, I've really sort of leaned into uh, online dating, particularly with Tinder as an adventure over the past um, like few years. And last time we did the, the podcast, I was more talking around my, I think you called it, was it the analog to digital um, transition, something like that? Um, yeah, something like that. On, yeah. Online, <laughs> online dating in 1994, um, little green screen computers and all the development, uh, trying different ones over the years. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, but now I've got a whole bunch of new stories, so it's been fun. All right. Well, uh, maybe you can give us a, uh, you know, like a good uh, summary of what kind of dating apps have you been using lately? Um, so I've mostly been on Tinder. Like I downloaded that probably, I'm going to say like four years ago. Um, again, like I'd had it previously, um, but I decided that it was a scam last, uh, like, was it 10 years ago? Because like the second person that I saw, like I matched with and then they would never respond. So I figured that was just like a bot or something like that. Um, but since then I've actually worked out that Tinder does that and actually matches you with people. And it's sometimes a genuine match, but of course, as you, you all often talk about, a lot of people just don't respond. So hard to tell the difference between bots and um, real people who don't respond, right? Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I've mostly just um, been on Tinder. been on OkCupid for uh, 12 years, um, but don't use that as much anymore. Um, and recently signed up to Field and Unmatch Me Now when I was up in Darwin. Um, actually, that's one of the sort of slightly amusing stories recently. Of um, I was visiting Darwin and um, decided to um, change my location to Darwin on Tinder and see who was around. And this lady, pretty hot photo, matched with me. And it's like, cool. It's like, what are you up for? And I've got on my profile, um, I say outwardly that I'm, I'm poly and kinky and I'm happy, mostly happy to chat to people about King stuff um, if they're interested, no expectations. 
and she just said, it's like, uh, I think you actually, um, Tinder isn't the site for what you're looking for. Um, you're better off on some of the other sites. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's like maybe field. And she's like, oh, more Red Hot Pie or um, AMM. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. It's like, oh, well, so how are you doing anyway? And then she unmatched me. So she just matched me to tell me to go onto another platform <laughs> and then unmatched me. And okay. Well, so, so then I signed up to Adult Matchmaker and um, had also got onto Field. And um, then I matched with her again on Adult Matchmaker like a, a day and a half later. I was like, what? Could, could we have not just kept talking on Tinder? <laughs> but. <laughs> crazy didn't end up meeting up um uh, she was like about to travel interstate ironically to melbourne um <laughs> and um and we said oh well you know if there's time then we can catch up but that never happened yeah uh, but yeah okay I, I love that people are on on there sort of matching just to educate people that they probably don't want to be on <laughs> oh yeah yeah that that happened to me a few times yeah i mean Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes, I, to be honest, I have the desire to do that to people on field. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, like if someone's on field to looking for friends, like, nah, mm. probably not the best place. That's not the place for friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, you can look for whatever you want, wherever you want, as long as I care. But it's just, you know, kind of trying to make it difficult for yourself. So when I when I got back onto Tinder like four or five years ago, I was in Malaysia mm-hmm. and I matched with someone there and she said, it's like, oh no, Tinder's not a hookup uh, app anymore. Like it used to be, but it's now for like, um, like I've got jobs from it and for <laughs> networking and stuff. I was like, um, no, I'm pretty sure it's still totally a hookup app. It's just people are <laughs> on here looking for love. Tinder is just like yeah. town square now. It's it's really just there's no particular yep. reason people go there. It's so chaotic. Yeah, so many scammers though. Scammers oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you're you're quite a scammer yeah. collector of some sort. Yes, yes. Thank, thank, thanks for that shout out in one of the recent episodes. I had to laugh when, <laughs> I, when, I, when I heard that one. So maybe you can tell, um, tell yeah, like, a little bit about the scams. Mm-hmm. So I don't take Tinder too seriously, and like, and I just enjoy engaging with people um, for like whichever way the the um, the interaction goes. And I actually, also perversely enjoy engaging with the scammers to sort of play along with them and try and see how they're going to like when they're going to try and sink the hook in and try and get me um, in some sort of scam um and i've done about you but i've noticed recently that like anybody with a blue verified tick is 90 percent a scammer really that yeah so like my match list is um full of um blue tick usually people who match me after i've swiped right on them so they obviously, you know, paid for gold or whatever and see who swiped right on them and then they match. And it's some, you know, ridiculously hot model person, probably stolen, uh, obviously stolen photos. But, yeah, they're all blue ticks. So, um, and uh, also getting a bunch of repeat and, um, like, copied versions. 
like a um I was starting to play poker with it and I almost got a full house of Tinas and uh, I can't remember <laughs> the other the other name. But I was like, it was just about to get the full house and then um, a real person matched me and we got talking and I was turned into a date. So that wasn't terrible, but also kind of sad that my um, my match list streak was broken. <laughs> okay. And like, yeah. what do these cameras want usually? Do you know? Um, they, they all, most of them, well, none of them respond, um, but they've all got a link to... Um, usually to Instagram, and then on the Instagram, the uh, the latest one seems to be the um, uh, was only not only fans. It's the 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 rip off version of only. Oh, fans. there's a bunch. Yeah, um, only page. That's it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like only only page dot io. So yeah. Now that's it. I'm looking page. at it now. So I had I, I had um, two Carolinas and two two Arias, um, and then but and then eventually I got a th- um, third Carolina. Um, different picks of the same person, but all the Carolina. And so I just started replying Carolina one, Carolina two, Carolina number three. Hooray! And they just don't respond. But anyway, <laughs> equally they don't un- don't unmatch me or block me either. So. Scammers, good fun. Oh man, I mean, in it, it sounds like you you get way more scammers than than you know, like uh, this part of the of the world. Do you think it's like a location thing? I mean, there is a lot of scammers here for sure, especially on Tinder. Well, I don't know if you you get like um, I started to see like also a lot of fake profiles on on Field uh, a while back. Mm. Do you also get them? Uh, I haven't done a lot on field, so oh, yeah. yeah, I haven't really sort of delved in that into that enough to know. Yeah, but the funny thing is, that so field actually, like, honestly, yeah, field is actually really go on, um, like uh, like very vigilante about the scammers or like fake profiles. They they actually terminate their profiles super fast, which I really wonder mm-hmm. why Tinder is so bad at. It's all engagement. Dopamine hits, right? And besides, <laughs> yeah. they'd have to pay. They'd have to pay somebody to do it. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's all an algorithm, it's just right? In their interest. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, um, yeah, they need to borrow Instagram's algorithms. So, like, I posted one slightly saucy <laughs> photo, and it was like blocked within seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they're not even yeah. trying that hard, basically. Mm. yeah yeah so i think i get a lot more scammers big i I think i get a lot more scammers because um like i'm an older white guy um uh, average looking openly kinky and into poly and so like um you know it's basically all of the red flags that most um people will just instantly swipe left on Mm. um but so then that leaves space that the people that do match me are the scammers um, responding to my right swipes. Yeah. So I think that's just why I, I get more of it, but um, I'm okay with that because um, <laughs> I, I got plenty, I got plenty of dates going on. So like, uh, <laughs> this is all, it's largely just amusement for me. Yeah. But, um, all right. 
but one of one of the fun ones that um came up and has been sort of a replay thing is uh one of them gave me the uh, whatsapp to to talk to them on mm-hmm. and i thought sure let's do that um after sort of going well hang on if i give them my number what's the possible ways they could scan that but oh well let's do that mm-hmm. and then we talked for a while and then it was just very obviously an um, an ai chatbot mm-hmm. and so that was trying to um trying various things to try and break the ai in terms of the responses um and then eventually i think it's i sort of said oh nice try guys you need to work on your programming um but then um they've also because my number's linked with uh have you heard of the chat app line really yeah in southeast asia yeah yep um so then i suddenly get like messages out of the blue there it's like oh hi you're in my um inbox blah 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 and there's this photo of some hot asian chick and i was like oh yeah cool and she's like oh my name's lisa and oh you can find me over here on tina it's like hang on be internally consistent guys you really got to work on this ai Mm-hmm. And um, and one of them had the and then doing the reverse image search of the um, the avatar pick and like they were saying they were from Hong Kong, and, uh, but it's actually like a um, a really famous uh, sports model from Korea <laughs> as the photo. It's like mm-hmm. it's like this is a photo of such and such, and they got very up very upset. Oh. <laughs> so, but that, that 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 one's that's a gift that just keeps on giving every now and then. They've obviously got hold of my number and are trying to. Um, use me as some sort of baseline to to program their um, AI against. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's funny that you always when you ask them if they're about, they get really angry. Mm. They're like me? <laughs> no, I'm not about how like that's very I'm rude. Not, you know? I'm not catfishing. Yes, it's very rude. That's right. I thought you were a nice person. Yeah. You don't know me. How do you know that I'm nice? <laughs> oh, man. All right. So what yeah. has been the dating stories you have come forth to tell today? Um. All right. So I've got a list. Of, I've actually told two of them already. But um. so... <laughs> um there was the one from the start of lockdown so like most people know that like melbourne like we had the sort of like the most intense lockdown i think of anywhere around the world um uh, for like a really long period and i matched with someone um just literally just as it was about to start happening and we had a date planned um but then she's like oh, i'm sorry i gotta cancel it like work is crazy at the moment and she was um uh, she ran a call, a help call center for the supermarkets and the supermarkets were getting completely smashed by everybody um, racing out to hoard toilet paper mostly, but um, like all the various things from the supermarkets before lockdown. And so she had to cancel our date then, but we stayed in touch for months and backwards and forwards and like, and she's like, really eager and like sending me sending me nudes sending me um all sorts of nudes and videos and stuff with from her and one of the lovers that she um was still seeing regularly and then like you know four or five months in she's just like just gone <laughs> just like just just like nah not not talking anymore just it's like poof. okay cool just poof gone done <laughs> like huh okay Oh well, that's fine. So yeah, I, I call her the um, lockdown. Yeah, 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 nah. <laughs> and do you have any idea why? 
No, no idea why. That's um, very strange. I guess just something just shifted for her, and I don't know. Like I don't know if something happened to her. Like I still um, got her on Instagram, but um, she, I don't know. It seems to post more photos of like um, um, rather than sort of party type photos posting more like family photos and stuff so i don't know whether something happened for her but yeah she just stopped responding to stuff that i sent it's like okay oh well easy come easy go (laughs) wow yeah how do you how did you feel about it um it's a bit surprised because like she was so keen like just really eager but then i sort of like realized that well, maybe part of that was that, you know, I was um, filling her need for attention and communication during lockdown. Um, mm. And then when things lifted, then she's like, uh, yeah, I'm going over. I don't need that. I'm going over here now. So, you know, maybe I was a little bit used, but um, I, again, like I've got a, got enough dates and connections and my general philosophy is abundance. So it's like, oh, well that happens moving on hmm. i'm not too stressed about it yeah i don't know i mean that that's also happened to me um in different constellations a few times like more than a few yeah. times yeah and i always find it like kind of hurtful in that way you know like um sure maybe it wasn't like mm. mm-hmm. you know it wasn't really like a thing you know necessarily so defined in that way but it's kind of like a weird like i'm okay with people just like you know going away or like ending things abruptly but at least Mm -hmm. telling you you know like why or that they are gonna do that yeah that's the least and then yeah not ghosting yeah and that's just so fucking stupid you know like it's just such a inhumane behavior behavior yeah yep yeah yeah ghosting's a, a funny one yeah uh, yeah i got completely ghosted with someone recently um again woman who's like keen to come and meet me relatively recently and this uh she lives a few hours out of melbourne so it's going to be um sort of a bit of a working out a bit of a trip but she's down here regularly and we're chatting and i was talking about and it's like oh what are you up to tonight and it's like oh i'm gonna have this date with this person blah, blah, blah. and then talking about what's happening for her on a sheep farm and um then all of a sudden she just stopped responding and so i left it for a while i was like hey so you're doing all right no response i was like and so i left it for another week or two and then i'm like so if you don't respond to this, I'm going to take it that like, you're just not intending to respond and that's cool. But see, so see you later. And she never responded. So, yep. Oh man. I, I, I engage compassion for people. Like I can either, I can either I figure I can either be upset or I can be compassionate that like they're anxious or they've got something going on for them. Um, so yeah, it doesn't, I don't let it bother me too much yeah oh well um okay well i'm sorry that that happened (laughs) but um yeah (laughs) thank you we learn yeah yeah
Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's been happening for you as well. Um, That's all right. Hopefully, you can lean into some abundance and fatalism. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know how about how about you, but I kind of developed a sense with the years to know, like a lot of times, I I sense when someone is about to do that, even before I meet them. You know, like first chat. And I don't know what it is about people, but they really kind of a lot of time give that away, you know. Yep. And yet we don't yeah, listen. Yeah, there's, there's subtle little tales are pretty consistent. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I still kind of, I mean, not really anymore, but like, because I'm I'm not really doing a lot of dating at the moment, but it's I feel like I, I would still like try to go into it sometimes just like very casually like not in a very like uh for example i would never meet them on a on a day that i know that i would be upset if they don't show up or something you know um mm, yeah so uh, but i would still go ahead and try just for the benefit of the doubt sometimes and then you know like i, I had uh i think the last time that happened to me was probably i don't know over a year ago and I was meeting mm-hmm. someone or I was supposed to meet someone uh, somewhere out, uh, you know, next to a bar and I was there and she doesn't show up. So I text her yep. and she's online on WhatsApp <laughs> right. and she doesn't text back. And I'm like, dude, right. like what the fuck? What's going on? And then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I don't have anything particular to do. Cause it was like kind of my day off and, it was uh, like early uh, evening, you know. So I was just like walking around. And then I saw that she's still online, you know. She was like online mm-hmm. for a long time on WhatsApp. Like unusually a long time to be online on a mm-hmm. messaging app. So I was like, okay, maybe she will answer one day about it. And then <laughs> an hour passed. And then she's like... Uh, answering and she's like oh my god i'm so sorry I had this thing here it's, uh, it was an emergency blah 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 and then I, c- I tried to ask her what happened she didn't really wanted to give details about it mm-hmm. and she was yeah. like uh why don't you just like come here to my place and you know like i can pay for the taxi if you want da, 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 da. i was like Ooh. that's fine i'm just gonna walk so i'll be at your place in like an hour you know mm-hmm. um Cause I didn't want to like rush in, you know, um, not to show to, to show her that I don't give a fuck also as well, you know, to some extent. <laughs> and yeah, so eventually I got, I got around to her place and I mean, she was very nice, but also very unclear about what happened. It's, it almost sounded like just, she just discovered that she might have a, some sort of a, can't remember if it was a test or something. She was like doing like a second degree or like a first degree or something. I think law or something like mm. that. She might yeah. have a test in a month, but then why <laughs> did that make you not mm. come to a place on time? You know? Or, um, or message. Yeah, or message. Like it was very strange. It was a really strange situation. Mm. And we were just sitting there. And then when I entered the place, she told me, immediately that she's really sorry but her friend just call, called her and she said that she's gonna have to replace her at work 
which is like working in some sort of like a like a late night event or something like that as a hostess yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. and she will have uh-huh. to go in like 30 minutes <laughs> i was like mm, okay right. you know that's that's cool all right uh good chat so we were just sitting there for 30 minutes <laughs> talking and yeah. then she had to go and she was like yeah i definitely want to meet you again like we should really like do like a proper meeting next time. Da 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 da. And I was like, okay. Um, so I'm free on this and this day. And she was like, yeah, okay, let's do it on this day. I was like, okay. And then I never heard from her again. <laughs> she just completely ghosted me after that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very strange yeah, it's, encounter. It's crazy, like how. I don't know. I kind of read that as like you know um, conflict avoidance. Oh my god! Um, yeah, but also like um, like uh, shame avoidance type stuff going on. There's just yeah, so much to put around. Yeah, so, yeah. I I'm, I'm like you. Like I can sort of start to see the signs early, and I'm I just sort of go. Well, I can pick which way this is probably going to go. So I'm not taking it too seriously. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um as, as you were talking it reminded me that um i um, stood have stood someone up on a date um uh, like an online first meeting date once we agreed to meet for a coffee i can't remember if it was on like a saturday or a sunday morning um sort of halfway between the two of us about you know 10 15 minutes drive for me um and i it's unusually um just got blind drunk that the night before like the, the bottle of wine that i've got into um uh just was really good mm-hmm. and i completely slept through my alarm and so then i woke up um about half an hour after we were supposed to meet and there's just like this series of messages like hey so we're still on hey so i'm here you're coming Oh, no. Look, I'm not going to buy you a coffee until I hear from you. All right, I've waited 10 minutes. I'm done. See you later. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> sent on the, send on the messages. Like, I am so sorry. I just completely slept through my alarm. <laughs> but yeah. Yes. We, we, ironically, we did, uh, we've did. we never met up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, the same thing happened to me as well. I also slept through mm-hmm. my alarm. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I managed to convince that person to still meet me like when I woke up, which was like also about mm. half an hour afterwards. But then like, you know, because Berlin is everything is like so far. So it took me like another hour <laughs> to get to wherever we were supposed to meet. Like I went to her, oh, you know, her hood and was like yeah. very far away from me. So mm. we eventually met and then we just discovered that we really don't like each other generally as this is not compatible in any way um and yeah that was very disappointing so probably should have stayed asleep yeah those sort of things like i um as like scientifically based as i am a lot of times i go you know the universe has given me signs sometimes (laughs) i've just got to lean into that and that was the case with the the woman that I stood up that um like I'd met her years ago at a um at a party, a sex party of all things. Um and it's like, oh she's 
really interesting to me in several ways, but just the some of the elements of the conversation is like, ah, oh, this is not gelling for me. <laughs> so, like, I, I think that if we had have met up, it probably would have just been painful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, on to the next story. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, I'll give you the choice of two stories. One is um, who the fuck wears a condom and the other one is please kill me. I mean, we we want both of them, of course. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but where to start? So um, I'll do the please kill me one. So on my profile, like I'm I'm openly kinky and um, sometimes I get some interesting people. One of them, then this woman's like just pretty much up front. She's like... um, uh, will you kill me? And I'm like, uh, is this like a scene proposal type fantasy role play type thing? And mm-hmm. she's like, no, I actually want you to. And it's like, um, so I was being very careful about what I was, uh, uh, what I was writing in terms of response. Um, and now I think about it, I think this might have actually been on Bumble. Hmm. Weird as fuck, but anyway. Um, but, um, so I was careful, like really careful about sort of saying that it's like, oh, sure, I will play along because this is a um, a role play thing. Um, and but then at the same time, also like keeping her engaged, and um, so that she didn't just disappear. And it's like trying to work out. It's like, hang on, if this is someone serious, then like I've got to try and get her some help, and I've got to try and find out who she is and where she's at. Um, but she pushed, and eventually I says like look, I'm not going to say anything that's going to incriminate me. And then she like unmatched me. But um, I took a bunch of screenshots as I went and I'm like, I need to do something with this. So I went to the local police station and so like um, up to the counter and there's this uh, young woman constable there. And, and I said, so I was on this online thing and I had this conversation, have a read of this. And she's sort of flicking through and she's like, uh, yeah, I I don't know what to do with that. And I said, like, I suspect it might have been serious, but I don't know. And she's like, well, there's nothing we can really do. I was like, okay. But yeah, that was that was that was a trip. <laughs> that was a trip sort of like just, you know, just casually um checking Tinder over breakfast one morning and then finding myself down at the police station to report somebody um looking to call a hit on themselves. Wow. So yeah, crazy. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's the thing of, like having the BDS, like listing BDSM on my profile, so people sort of get all sorts of ideas around that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think the police generally like, you know, like all the internet stuff. They never really manage to do anything. It seems. Uh, or yeah. I mean, maybe generate. I don't know. <laughs> Not very effective against a lot of things, but um, no, that's true. But yeah, I'm trying to think if that ever happened to me. But um, <laughs> no, surprisingly, nobody nobody did anything uh, so very very illegal on well, Tinder. No, on my no, Tinder. Nobody has that shit resulted in you going to the police. No, I mean. Maybe maybe they were close, but nah, mm-hmm. nah. Yep. <laughs> How did you call this um, story? Then the last that that one was please kill me. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. <right>. Good name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then the last story I've got is the Who the Fuck Wears a Condom, which is kind of the punchline of the joke, but yeah, it's a good title. Um, but I was talking to, this, talking to this woman who wasn't really physically attracted to, but, um, you know, I'm happy to have a conversation with anybody and um, I'm also uh, demisexual enough that sometimes like a good conversation can make them turn my lack of physical attraction into mental, emotional attraction. And that can turn into a good time, but um, she's sort of talking away and she's saying, Oh yeah, I'm going on the fit life. I discovered fit life like just a year ago or something. And I've been exploring all the things and, and this is like just in the middle of the lockdowns and like, okay, so you're getting out and about while lockdowns are happening. Cool. That's telling me something about you. And then, um, sort of saying, and I asked her, like, well, so how do you manage your STI, like safety and stuff? And she's like, um, oh, I get checked and I'm clean. And, and like, I'm reading tone into a text thing, but it was really written in that way. It's very easy to read with that tone. And it's like, okay, cool, cool. And it's like, oh, so you got other partners? Like, yeah. And it's like, and um, do you, uh, I was like, what's your thing around um, safe sex? And I said, so I always wear condoms with that. And she came back, who the fuck wears a condom? (laughs) Okay, cool. So, well, all of the people in my circle do. And (laughs) she's like, well, uh, so so your other partners, like, do you you don't use condoms with them? And she's like, of course not. They're kinky. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But eventually eventually sort of worked out that um like i kept talking with her because why not and eventually worked out that um she's got a cum fetish and so she likes um cream pies and the um, uh, cum in her mouth and stuff and it's like ah cool no thank you <laughs> yeah I, I that's that's outside my risk profile <laughs> that's um you and your partners are like um, amongst all of the COVID stuff and lockdowns are running around fucking people without protection. So mm-hmm. I am not going to be part of that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild out there. It, yeah. Yeah. But you know, when you engage it with, like I said, in a, a, an abundance view and a bit of amusement that's, um, like I'm not wedded to the outcome. Um, it leads to some really interesting conversations. Um, yeah. Some of them get crazy. Some of them are like a really sort of nice and developmental don't go anywhere, but Hey, you know, I've just had a good conversation. Yeah. So did you learn anything new from your continuous experience in online dating in the last few years? Um, no, just that people are crazy and that, uh, like, I do think that the scammers are, um, increasing, um, particularly on Tinder, but, um, actually get it. Yeah. Getting into adult matchmaker, which really seems to be like super swinger centric, particularly, mm-hmm. um, up in Darwin, like in Darwin on fields, like I went, I swiped through the people pretty quickly. There weren't that many people on it. Um, but on um, Adult Matchmaker, there's heaps and heaps of people, but it was just really 
had that um, super swingery, super swinger vibe. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, as opposed to, you know, people looking for, for dating or more mindful non-monogamy um, or even kink to a certain extent. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, it's always interesting um, dropping into different um, social pools or social or apps, I guess, and see who's, uh, what um, culture is based in each of them. Yeah. Yeah. How is the like the diversity of of people in in Melbourne on the dating scene on Tinder, for example? Like, is it? Uh, uh, yeah. Is it That's like? Pretty, uh, pretty <laughs> sorry, <Yeah. laughs> we we'll keep doing that. Is it like um, mainly like white Australians or like what's the ecosystem? Um, yeah. Hmm. Um, so Melbourne, like sort of Sydney and Melbourne, are the two big sort of international drawcard cities. So um, get a lot of people, um, you know, with different flags on their profiles saying it's like, oh, you know, I'm a Brazilian girl living in uh, Melbourne or such, such and such. So um, yeah, there's quite a quite a diversity, and you know, with the um, the international like Tinder. <laughs> how they've got the thing being able people to the passport option or whatever it is mm-hmm. and lots of people who are 13,000 kilometers away etc so um but uh overall yeah it's pretty um i guess representative of the population that it's um largely um caucasian um but with uh, like quite a strong mix of um people like a few people from all over the different places in the world. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And do you feel any, is there any difference? Because you said like the, the lockdown was like a very severe one in Melbourne and Australia. Do you feel like that made a difference to the just Melbourne, the rest of the rest of Australia hardly did anything. But oh, okay. <laughs> just that interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so do you feel like it made a difference to how people date or their preferences or their behavior in any way? Um, for a while, it certainly did. Um, one of the interesting things that came out of, around the lockdown was that the, the phrasing they used um, around the reasons to travel outside their five kilometer radius and, um, you know, which households you could go and see was um, that they opened it up to be able to see intimate partners. And um, of course they use the word partners. Um, everybody who's non-monogamous, like, hooray, I get to see all of my intimate partners. <laughs> um, and yeah, like a hearing of um, uh, some people who like had a, a family unit type thing, um, but they were sort of swinging minded and it's like, cool, we'll, we'll just go and be intimate with partners over here now. So, like, lots of people sort of working around the loopholes for it. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely created a bit of a... Uh, I think that probably happened everywhere in the world, the people who take it seriously and the people who are far more um, hedonist and... Um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, libert libertarian around things. Um, so yeah, it's created sort of reinforced a bit more of that divide about people's different risk profiles and that um, come and at least initially was really starting to come out about how people interacted around, you know, sexual health risk profiles and things like that. But mm -hmm. I've noticed in the past six to 12 months um, when that things are really eased, eased off and a lot of people have just sort of gotten, gotten over it. And even mm -hmm. people in my circle, a lot of people have just gotten over it and don't care anymore. And we're just starting into the next wave now and um, everyone, like most people are you know, still going to um, parties um, of you know, various sizes and, and sex parties of various sizes to um, without the precautions that they were doing um, previously. So, hmm. yeah, it's it's been a bit of a ride. All right. Okay. Well, um, okay. That, that was quite a uh, interesting um stories that you you, you had to tell um and uh thank you hopefully I, I don't know do you want them to keep happening or do you want uh, do you rather them not happening anymore oh no i'm, t I'm totally up for it life is an adventure like yeah, yeah like i'm totally up for it um, right then i hope uh, they will uh, keep on happening <laughs> thank you <laughs> and um yeah and thank you for for coming coming by <laughs> digitally and uh all the way from Dananda. and um if anybody have Dananda. any questions or comments you can find uh you know me and uh ask me uh probably you don't listen to this part anymore anyhow so greg feel free to say whatever you want <laughs> as a last words <laughs> as last words dan i love the work that you're doing in the world Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs> and yeah, cool man. Thank thanks a lot for for coming by and um I'll be in touch with you soon. <laughs>